So today we are here seeing the most famous Eucharistic miracle of them all, the one at Lanciano, where human flesh and blood had come from what once was simple bread and wine. And what prompted the change? What made it become something different? It's the words of consecration. The words spoken by a priest who, who doubted what was actually happening, who doubted the miracle that takes place at every Mass, that bread and wine actually become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And Jesus, in his mercy, wanted to help this priest and others to recognize the truth by doing an extra miracle, by transforming it into real human flesh and real human blood that can even be scientifically analyzed 1,220 years later and identified as such. What an amazing thing for us to be here. What an awesome reality to see it in person, to celebrate Mass here too, to have Jesus truly be among us, to be present. And because of this great miracle, we are celebrating a special Mass in honor of the Eucharist. This is something that God had planned long, long ago, well before the First Supper. I mean, the Last Supper. Well, probably before the First Supper, too. <laughs> if we think about our first reading, we hear about the manna in the desert. That's a prefigurement of the Eucharist. In fact, in John's Gospel, in chapter 6, Jesus even references the manna in the desert, saying that he's going to give the true bread from heaven, which is his very self. And so we have that foreshadowing, that preparation, so that people would be ready when he gives himself to us in the Eucharist. In our gospel passage, Jesus does the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes. Why? Again, a prefigurement of the Eucharist, that what he's going to give is an abundance more than what's needed for the people present, more than what's needed to satisfy them. And that's true in the Eucharist, as he gives his very self, which is more than enough for all of us, because he is God and he is infinite, and we are finite. We cannot receive all of God, and yet he gives himself totally and completely to us. What a tremendous and awesome gift. One of the things that struck me as I was going through the gospel passage today was that Jesus was giving the twelve the instructions. He said, give them some food yourselves. So even in this passage, we have the prefigurement of the priesthood, that Jesus is going to be able to provide himself not only at the Last Supper, but also through his priests, through his ministers. That foreshadowing is found here in our gospel passage. And then in our second reading from St. Paul, we hear about how it was handed on to him, the Last Supper, the words of consecration. Different passages from St. Paul, especially from that same book, the first, uh, and even that same chapter, the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 11, talks about the Eucharist, talks about the Mass, talks about how these sacred powers have been given and how it's really Jesus. And he, too, believes it. And despite all of the things we're told in Scripture, despite the constant teaching of the church, it can still be difficult. And that's why we have things like this, Eucharistic miracles, to help us in our weakness of faith, to help strengthen us, to appreciate the true gift 
that Christ gives of his very self to help us along the way. As I had mentioned earlier during our tour here, that this Eucharistic miracle of Lanciano, that it became human flesh, it was in particular the mitocardium heart muscle tissue of the left ventricle, which pumps the blood, that causes the circulation, that nourishes the entire body. And the entire body is nourished by the Eucharist, the mystical body of Christ that is the church, nourished by the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ, his body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, so that we can be strengthened on our journey towards heaven. As the manna in the desert strengthened the Jewish people, the Israelites of their time, strengthening them to finish their journey to the promised land, we are being strengthened on our journey to the true promised land that is heaven. What a tremendous and awesome gift that this is to be here, to be present for this miracle, to have Christ give himself totally and completely to us. And yet today is also the feast of St. Michael, St. Gabriel, and St. Raphael, the three archangels that are named in sacred scripture. And just reflecting upon St. Michael, he's also considered the patron, uh, the guardian angel for the church, as well as the guardian angel for the Eucharist, which is Christ himself. This concept is not new. For St. Michael the Archangel, even in sacred scripture, is identified as the protector of the people chosen by God, the first Israel. And so it makes sense that the new Israel, that is the Catholic Church, would also have him as their guardian angel. I'm also reminded of uh, what we hear about in the Marian apparitions at Fatima, that before Mary even appeared, an angel appeared. And the angel identified himself as the defender of Portugal, which is believed to be St. Michael the Archangel. And this angel that appeared to the three shepherd children before Mary came was preparing them for Mary's appearance. And one of the things that he did was give them Holy Communion, which is quite amazing, quite miraculous. And so we can see that as St. Michael the Archangel was preparing those three visionaries for the coming of Our Lady, that we too are being prepared with the assistance of St. Michael the Archangel for the coming of Our Lord here on earth, but also for his coming again at the end of time, for his coming again in glory, which we were reminded of much earlier in our tour today, being in that square room, as they call it, with those different frescoes, predicting the future about what we hear about in the book of Revelations, of what is to come shortly before Jesus comes in glory. And how we were told and reminded that we are not to be afraid so long as we continue our journey with the Lord, so long as we remain faithful, so long as we continue to be strengthened by the gift that Christ gives us of his very self in the most Holy Eucharist.